Hello, I'm Daniel. I'm a meditation teacher in Kansas City, and this is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. The teachings in this podcast are free of charge, but of course, if you feel compelled to make a donation, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Hello. Today, this talk is called Company. Company. And I'm going to read a verse from the 37 Practices of a Bodhisattva. And then I'm going to comment on that verse. And this one is verse 4. So I'm going to read it and then I'm going to comment on it, okay? So, verse 4 from the 37 Practices of a Bodhisattva. Or the the fourth of the 37 Practices. And this is like a circle. You can you can study these in any order, by the way. So if you haven't listened to me talk about episodes one, two, and three, that's okay. So here we go. <clears throat> if while befriending someone, the three poisons increase, the activities of study, reflection, and meditation degenerate, and love and compassion disappear, then it is the practice of bodhisattvas to give up this company. I'll read that again. If, while befriending someone, the three poisons increase, the activities of study, reflection, and meditation degenerate, and love and compassion disappear, then it is the practice of bodhisattvas to give up this company. So, I'm reminded of a quote uh, from a motivational speaker. This is a person named Jim Rohn, who I know nothing about except for this quote. But he said, You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I've also seen like a virgin version of that where it says, So choose wisely. Choose wisely where you're going to put your time. And so I don't think this is literally true. I don't think you're literally the average of the people you spend the five most the five people you spend the most time with, but I do think he's getting at something important. Because it doesn't sound scientific to me at all. That's why I don't think I don't think it's literally true. But he's getting at something important, and that's in line with what we're studying here. Who you spend time with has an impact on you in various ways. My son told me about an incident in school where some people he was hanging out with, uh, some friends, he was hanging out with, one of them got in trouble. One of them did something wrong. And what happened? Everyone got in trouble. So he's with a group of kids and one of them throws a rock and they all get in trouble. Okay. And he expressed exasperation about getting in trouble when he's not the one that did anything. He has a strong sense of fairness. So he's like, what I didn't do it. Why Why am I in trouble? Why did I get in trouble, Dad? And the truth is, that can happen to any of us. The message here that we're talking about is, pay attention to who you're spending time with. Don't spend time with the people who are getting in trouble all the time, because that is going to spill over onto you. That's going to spill over onto you. Atisha says, 
One should give up friends who arouse negative emotions and rely on friends who increase virtue. And I think that is really good advice. Rely on friends who increase virtue. We can choose to devote more of our time to being around people that inspire growth. It's our job to grow and who we spend time with plays a role. This is not to say that you should cut off many of your friends, but I know I've seen a common situation in my own life. There was a period where I spent a lot of time with someone who was always making fun of other people and saw the world in a very, very negative way. And I started to emulate some of that. I started to take some of that on, not on purpose, not because I was trying, but it just, it just happened. It just, I just started to emulate some of that. Being around that person was changing me. I don't see that person anymore. That person's not in my life anymore at all. Being around people who don't want to grow inhibits our growth. Inhibits our growth. Shanti Deva says, in Way of the Bodhisattva, being in the company of childish beings will cause me to praise myself and belittle others. So being around certain people causes what we call the three poisons to increase. What are the three poisons? You might, if you don't know anything, you may be wondering. Attachment, aversion, and ignorance. These are the three things that often get in our way and cause us to suffer a great deal. Attachment, aversion, and ignorance. I like to call them obsessions or describe them as obsessions. We're obsessed with the things we want. That's attachment. We're obsessed with the things we want to get away from, and that's aversion. And when we don't see things clearly, that's ignorance. And with our, with our spiritual path, we're trying to overcome those three things. Those are the three things that get in our way. Sometimes these three poisons are called greed, hatred, and delusion, and it's just different words for the same concept. If you know someone who's invested in nurturing the three poisons in themselves, you're probably aware of that. You probably do know someone who is really into all three of those things. We can try to help someone in that situation, and it may be even that you find yourself always feeding these things. What we don't want is for someone we spend time with to inspire us to nurture the three poisons. We sort of can decide what seeds we want to water in our lives. And we don't want to water the seeds of attachment, aversion, and ignorance. Instead, we want to nurture our practices of study, reflection, and meditation. These things are safeguards against the three poisons, and they help us to generate love and compassion. And the truth is, a bad influence can really get in the way of these practices. Because again, if we're spending a whole lot of time with people that don't want to grow, that can sap our motivation. The Nirvana Sutra says, The Bodhisattva's fear of bad company is not like the fear of a mad elephant. The latter will only trample the body, but the former will destroy the purity of both one's mind and one's virtue. On this path, we are training in virtue and wisdom. We're training in good conduct as well as clarity and awareness. That's what this is all about. So this is why the Buddha said that community is very important. 
of course it's important to have a sacred space to go to and a teacher or teachers to learn from and examples to follow, but it's also important to have a community. A community is a place you can go to spend time with people who have some of the same personal growth goals that you do. If we spend more time with people like that, then we they can inspire and motivate us. So we can just think about this when we're doing anything, really. It's what I'm doing right now helping me accomplish my growth goals. Is it? That's not to say we have to be focused on that all the time, but it is to say that we should be mindful of how much energy we are putting into transforming ourselves. Be mindful of that energy, okay? So that's it for today. Thank you for taking the time to listen and have a good day. Thank you for listening and have a good day.